Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. He's a friend of mine. He's a former Trump advisor. He's uh, Roger Stone, the much maligned Roger Stone. How are you, brother? Good to see you again. Great to be with you, Joe. So you sent me a text, and I was going to text you because I saw all this hubbub in the media lately. And I just want to dial this whole thing back, Roger. You and I have already talked about the fact that you weren't at the Capitol on January 6th. Um, so the idea that you're some sort of mastermind is kind of dumb. But they're hanging their hat on that. But, but I want to take everybody who's watching and listening back to January 6th. That peaceful protest, and it was by and large very peaceful by hundreds of thousands of people, was just to raise our voices and let Congress know, we want you to challenge the election results if there's proof that something went wrong. There's nothing, that's all American, isn't it? I, I absolutely think so. Look, any claim, assertion, or accusation that I knew in advance about, was involved in, uh, or condoned any illegal act on January 6th at the Capitol or any place else, continues to be categorically false. But what happened here, Joe, is roughly 10 days ago, Congressman Jamie Raskin, Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren, Congressman Adam Schiff and their minions began tipping reporters that last week's January 6th committee was going to have stunning new evidence meshing Roger Stone uh, in the entire conspiracy. Uh, And of course, I knew that wasn't possible because, as you pointed out, I wasn't on the ellipse. I didn't march the Capitol. I wasn't at the Capitol. I literally uh, know nothing about it. I was as surprised as every American uh, when uh, those uh, poor, misguided individuals stormed the Capitol. But they essentially, in their big hearing, uh, they played two completely manipulated videos, and then the rest of it was warmed over guilt by association. Oh, Stone had knew this guy, or he had his picture taken with this guy, and therefore, therefore, nothing. So in one video, I very clearly say, uh, if on election night, the election is still up in the air. And it was. I think it's crucial that President Trump claim victory. This is the same advice that former Secretary of the Treasury and State James A. Baker gave George W. Bush in 2000. It's right. solid political public relations advice. Notice I did not say if Trump has lost, he should claim victory. That's not what I said. Right. And then even worse, they show a video where it actually can't be seen saying anything at all, has an audio track where it is alleged that I advocate violence, but CNN used that same audio track with a different visual that did not include me 10 days previous. Right. So, uh, you know, what this was was a nothing burger with a side of lies. Uh, it's uh, Roger Stone. Go to stonezone.com, stonezone.com. That's his new website. He does a great program every day. In fact, it happens uh, just after we get done doing this interview. Something that you said really, really jumped out at me. You said Jamie Raskin. Jamie Raskin in 2016 challenged Trump's delegates out of Florida. He did that. He, uh, I guess he's an insurrectionist if we take them by their word because you and I are questioning the electors in, in the 2020 election. Why is that okay, Roger? Why is it okay for nobody to investigate him and manipulate video on him and, and bring him up in front of some fake committee? Why is it always somebody who's conservative like us? Well, because we have a two-tiered justice system. I mean, look, I was charged with lying to Congress about the Russian collusion hoax. Think about that for a moment. How does one lie to Congress about something that never actually happened? What a great Yet point. Hillary Clinton lied to Congress. John Brennan, the former CIA director, lied to Congress. James Comey clearly lied to Congress about the Steele dossier, as we learned in the most recent Durham trial. Yes. 
you know, this uh, Rod Rosenstein testified before Congress that he didn't approve the investigation into Roger Stone. But we have the document in which he did so. So if I made misstatements to Congress, they were entirely immaterial, meaning they hid no underlying crime. But we both understand that I was charged simply to pressure me into testifying falsely against President Donald Trump, which I refused to do. Well, Roger, that's the thing. And I want to I jump in here if you don't mind, because what you just said is vitally important. You were brought in to testify in front of Congress about something you knew didn't happen. You were brought in to testify about a lie, which was this whole Russia connection with Trump, which we now know was manufactured by technical people associated with Hillary Clinton, trying to tie the candidate Trump to a Russian bank that he had no ties to, and then President Trump from the White House, from the Oval Office, to a bank in Russia he had no ties to. The entire Russia collusion thing was a lie. So how exactly, I speak English, explain to me how exactly you can lie about something that was a lie. You can't unless you're going to trial in the District of Columbia. Yeah. You have an epically uh, hostile anti-Trump judge. You have a corrupted jury for a woman. You have a stacked jury. Uh, and uh, the government prosecutors are withholding exculpatory evidence from your defense. On November 3rd, 2020, at midnight, only by court order, the Justice Department was forced to release the last remaining unredacted sections of Mueller's report on Roger Stone, which says in plain English that they had no factual basis to prosecute me for Russian collusion, WikiLeaks collaboration, or any involvement in the phishing or publication uh, of John Podesta's emails. Uh, now suddenly we have a spate of these deep fake videos. Yeah. The same two Danish filmmakers who fabricated videos for the January 6th committee hearing have come up with a with a total fugazi video of me where <laughs> you can't see my mouth because I'm talking like this. Right. They took an interview I was giving about Joe Biden. Uh, they conflated to make it sound like I am talking about Donald Trump. Joe, let me just ask you an obvious question. If I were going to flip on Donald Trump, wouldn't I have done so when I was looking down uh, the barrel of seven to nine years in federal prison? Wouldn't I have flipped then? You would have done it in the first second, Roger. And, and the fact that you didn't means that you, you have no reason to. It, it, you're above reproach. It's Roger Stone. Go to StoneZone.com. StoneZone.com. By the way, Fugazi is an Italian name for fake, <laughs> for those who aren't Italian like us. So at the end of the day... Papadopoulos was was almost forced to, to to lie in front of the FBI. He ended up getting charged and convicted. And then you had, uh, they were pushing Jerome Corsi to lie um, in front of the FBI. That They tried to make you lie and put you in front of Congress and had you lying about something that wasn't true, that didn't even exist, which makes no sense. That's the game, right? Because now they can say, well, Stone lied. Well, Papadopoulos lied. Corsi lied. They could say that you guys lied, which somehow conflates guilt in storming the Capitol on January 6th, or guilt in being a Russian double agent. I mean, that's the game, right? Because people who are lay people are working all day. They, they still, if I say Roger Stone, like, ah, that guy, I don't know about that guy, when in fact you did nothing wrong. Well, look, this was all born out of the fact that there's deep bitterness and resentment that I escaped the deadly snare set for me by Robert Mueller and Adam Schiff. The, the woke progressive left cannot get over the fact that I was pardoned. Uh, and I uh, thank Jesus Christ uh, and Donald Trump for having the courage uh, and the strength uh, to pardon me in an election year. But they have been bent on my destruction since that day. 
That's why they want to wrap me into January 6th, but they produced nothing because there is nothing there other than guilt by association. And then they hype it like there's no tomorrow. Right. Uh, and then they try to bolster it with these completely, uh, you know, phony uh, videos. Now, uh, Joe, I'm filing a lawsuit uh, in federal court against these two Danish uh, documentary makers Good. who, who, by it turns out, their documentaries paid for by the Danish government through their intelligence agency. Wow. Serving them, by the way, may be a bit of a problem because they have fled to Denmark. Uh, but at the end of the day, I will be forced in federal court to prove that these videos in which I appear to break with my friend of 40 years, Donald Trump, who, by the way, I'm supporting in 2024 and strongly urging to run against my home state governor. Uh, it's an absolute outrage, but they fear me. They understand that if Trump runs again, he's going to win. They don't want me to be in a position to help him as I have in the past. That's what this is really all about. Uh, check out his great program. Is it on Frank? Uh, is that where you we, we uh, find Stone Zone? Frankspeech.com. Okay. You can go to stonezone.live uh, uh, and see the show at 5 o'clock Eastern. Stone I love Zone. it. Live. Everybody should go and check that out. So um, uh, let me let me just throw this out there. If Donald Trump today found all the cameras and microphones and said, just let everybody know, I'm not going to run in 2024. Roger, does all this go away? Is that all they want? Uh, I, I really think it is. They would like to find some legal way to disqualify him. Well, they can't, right. In relationship to January 6th or in relations to this absurd investigation uh, into his handling of presidential documents, they are desperate not to face him again at the ballot box. But they, they also, they hate him. They can't get over 2016. They also can't get over 2020. Uh, he is, uh, he's unpredictable. He's uncontrollable. Nobody bosses Donald Trump. Nobody bullies Donald Trump. Yeah. They'll always put America first. That's what drives them crazy. Yeah, but Roger, I've got to ask you, what, in your heart of hearts, what is the big problem they have with people like you and me to a smaller degree and then Trump to, uh, to a larger degree is the problem that they don't, that we don't get in line for the power and control in central government, that we believe in freedom and liberty and that we love America and its exceptionalism? Is that what their problem is, that we won't let them be our kings? I think that is that is precisely it. We believe in the U.S. Constitution. I don't believe in the two-party duopoly that is on the verge of ruining this country. Look, 2016 was cut and dry, Joe. It was going to be Hillary Clinton versus Jeb Bush. All the rich people divide up the spoils and nothing really changes. Exactly. And along comes Donald Trump, the most improbable candidate possible. And he's got this really ridiculous, quaint notion. What about putting America's interests first? When it comes to the economy, when it comes to trade, when it comes to our military policy, starts bringing our men and women home from these foreign wars. He's bad for the war machine. Why? Because Donald Trump is for peace. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, they, he's not controllable. Uh, and that's what drives them so crazy about him and probably what drives them crazy about me and also you. Stonezone.com, stonezone.com. Go check out Roger Stone's great program on Frank's speech, 5 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. So let, let me let me throw this out there. Um, I talked to the president about this. I had him on a week and a half ago. I think I've talked to you about this as well. January 6th, the breach of the White House, or not the White House, of the, of the Congress, of the Capitol. That breach, um, that riot, it wasn't an insurrection. That's stupid. Uh, calling it an insurrection with, no, with nobody any guns is dumb. But um, that riot helped Joe Biden. It didn't help Donald Trump. It hurt Donald Trump because you had senators and members of the House who were willing to challenge electors from certain states. The left knew that. 
We can't talk to Ray Epps. We can't even know who the guy is, but there are people who are still sitting in prison uh, awaiting any sort of due process who happen to be there on January 6th. Roger, do you have an opinion that you want to share? And if you don't want to, I get it. About who started this? It looked like there were leftist agitators there. We know this guy, John Sullivan, who was an anti-fun Black Lives Matter guy. He's there pretending to be a Trump supporter, rallying people to go in there and, and breach the Capitol. And nobody's allowed to ask who Ray Epps is. What do you think happened that day? Uh, how could you possibly have an investigation into the January 6th events without investigating who shot and killed Ashley Babbitt? Yes. An unarmed, highly decorated uh, uh, Air Force veteran who's menacing no one. Who bludgeoned uh, Roseanne Boylan to death? Yes. And why? Why don't we see those videos in their hearings? Why don't we explore why those uh, patriots were killed? Who opened those massive doors from the inside? They can only be opened from the inside. Joe, here's the amazing thing. There's actual video of me contemporaneously in which I say, this is terrible. This is awful for the movement. Yes. I don't know what these people think they were achieving. But now it appears to me that this was provoked. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, the FBI director and the deputy director won't answer congressional questions right. about how many agents were in the crowd. Uh, the, the, uh, there's still no release of 1,400, I think, hours of video footage from Nancy Pelosi. Hopefully, if Republicans take the Congress uh, a few weeks from now, we'll have a real January 6th investigation and get to the bottom of what really happened. What that you what you said is fact. Um, you've got Capitol Police opening the door and ushering people in. We know that happened. Should people have gotten violent? No. Should they have rioted? No. Should they have broken things? No. They should be charged with you know, vandalism or breaking and entering or whatever you want to charge them with. But nobody's allowed to ask about this guy. We have seven times on tape Ray Epps telling people we're going in. We're going to start a, start a riot. We're going to knock him out. We're going to do And this guy's walking free. Well, you got a bunch of dorks who are behind bars who are just following the crowd. It's it, look, it's patently unfair. Do you think we'll ever find out what really happened that day? Uh, you know, it's going to be it hopefully it'll be up to a Republican Speaker of the House. I yeah. mean, it's worse than what you say, Joe. The New York Times deifies Ray Epps. Oh, this poor guy is being badgered. We know the January sixth committee questioned him. They said so. Where's where's the video of him being questioned? Release the testimony. That's simple. They, they showed they showed a shot of me uh, invoking my Fifth Amendment rights. Right. When they what they don't tell you is that if you elect to invoke your Fifth Amendment rights, which by the way I showed up, I fulfilled my legal obligations under the subpoena. But if you choose to invoke your Fifth Amendment rights, you must do so to all questions. You right. can't pick and choose which questions you want to answer and which questions you want to use the privilege for. So they make it look like you're docking, uh, dodging a specific question. They did the same thing to General Flynn. I must admit, my suit did look pretty good in the video. <laughs> The suit looked great, Roger. Stonezone.com, stonezone.com. Make sure you go there, check him out. Check out the, the live program every day. And, and Roger Stone did nothing wrong is one of the favorite, but one of my favorite lines that uh, that you put out there. Um, at the end of the day, we don't know what happened on January 6th. They're not going to release Cash Patel's testimony where Cash shows the proof that at the DOD and through Donald Trump, they offered National Guard troops ten to 20000 on January 6th, and Nancy Pelosi, the Capitol Police, and Muriel Bowser, the, the mayor of D.C., all said no. They all turned it down, and then fact-checkers are lying and saying that they never made the offer. They certainly made the offer. Uh, Roger, It's uh, in my opinion, it's illegal for this so-called select committee to only release 
Roger Stone looking bad or this uh, you got Bill Barr saying that he told Trump that he didn't win or whatever and they're not releasing Ray Epps and Cash Patel that to me I think you can you could probably sue and get them to release all of it especially somebody like you because you're actually being targeted by them why, why can't we make that public record we're paying for the stupid committee well unfortunately members of Congress are immune from lawsuits so, but witnesses are not. But well, you can FOIA it. You can, you can Freedom of Information Act anything. Well, Cassie Hutchinson says in her testimony, she's the woman who worked for Mark Meadows, President Trump instructed Meadows to call Roger Stone and General Flynn on the afternoon of the 5th to find out what was going to happen on the 6th. Joe, that's perjury. That never, there was never any such phone call. Wow. She goes on to say that she dissuaded Meadows from attending a meeting at a war room at the Willard Hotel uh, but instead, he got a briefing from Stone and Flynn by phone. There's two instances of perjury. If there's a war room at the Willard, I was never in it. I know nothing about it. Well, there are more I- than two instances, Roger. She said that he she said that he beat up a couple of Secret Service agents and tried to take over the, the, the limousine. This woman was there to get some sort of clout, some sort of street cred, and and, and the left all latched on to her. And thank God somebody like you can set the record straight. Uh, I've got 30 seconds, even less than that, Roger. Let's just finish up with this. What, what's the next step? Are they going to leave you alone or not? It's hard to say. There is no evidence or proof that I've done anything wrong. Yeah. I still have to raise money at stonedefensefund.com because I'm still fighting 11 civil suits about this. Baseless uh, harassment lawsuits is called lawfare where they drag your name through the mud. Yeah. They run up giant legal bills for you. Uh, but you know me, Joe. I'm I'm a fighter. You yeah. know, I'm Sicilian. I, I will never quit fighting. I love it. Hey, Roger, come back anytime. Uh, have a great show today. Go and check him out on Frank's Speech. Also, go, go, to, go to stonezone.com. It's Roger Stone. Thanks a million, my friend. I appreciate you coming on. God bless you, Joe. I'd rather talk soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. If you're on Truth, you can go follow Roger Stone there. He is on Truth. It's the verified Roger Stone account. You can also follow me, Joe Pags. I'm glad that Roger doesn't just lay back and let them say and do whatever they want to say and do to him. He actually gives answers, gives context, and he says, hey, deep fakes. He says, hey, they're taking audio from something else out of context. I'm glad he came on today. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Another big hour coming your way. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.